Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What do you got for me? What's wrong with you people? I got nothing for you. What's wrong with you? What's going on, everyone, and welcome to The Reformatory, the podcast for the local church and by the local church. And we are down one churchman today. Well, one regular churchman, I should say. We still have a couple churchmen here on the podcast, but my name is Josh, and uh, as you can see, uh, Captain Jack is not here right now. We have given Jack uh, the month of July off. He's taking some paternity leave uh, because he's having his first child. So him and his wife are getting some, well, they're probably, I was going to say they're getting some well-deserved rest, but I don't think they're getting any rest at all, uh, because that's usually what happens when you have a kid. So we're giving Jack a break, and throughout the entire month of July, we are going to be having guest uh, guest hosts on. So for today, we have a very, very special treat in that we have uh, a friend of mine, uh, well, more more like a frenemy. Uh, well, you know, it depends on the day. It depends on the day. But I'm going to let him uh, tell us a little bit about himself. Today we have Dr. Ed Romine on the podcast today. We are super, super excited. And I'm going to queue up your I'm going to queue up your intro music here. Here we go. <laughs> You're real proud of yourself, aren't you? You're we got we got Dr. Yeah. Ed Romine rolling up on the podcast today. Ed, my friend, it is good to see you. How are you? <laughs> Offended, but yeah, I'll get over it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something, yeah. something that people should know about Ed and I. One of the one of the earliest things that Ed and I bonded over, much like Jack and I, in all honesty, is our mutual sense of very dark humor. Uh, yes. And uh, and Ed and I love love uh, throwing throwing some dark humor around. So. Ed, my friend, it has been a long time coming. Welcome to the Reformatory Podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you, my friend. It's a joy and honor to be on your podcast, and I'm glad I could make it work. I've been uh, doing a bit of traveling over the past few weeks, and it's just a 
joy to say that you were definitely worth my time <laughs> well so. i appreciate that well it is the 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 pleasure and honor is all mine we've been wanting to do it for a while uh we've been wanting the right topic to to bring ed on because ed um i'm gonna let i'm gonna let ed tell us a little bit about himself but another thing another thing that uh that, that ed and i bonded over very quickly it might have been even before the dark humor was our mutual love for Charles Haddon Spurgeon. And as you can see, Ed, Ed right That's now is right. repping that shirt. He's repping the Spurgeon shirt already, and I love it. Yeah, if you're on the YouTube, you can probably That's see right. It. Yeah, yeah, good shout but, out there, Ed. I like that. Businessman. Like He's always thinking. Yeah. We are on YouTube now. Yeah, so head on over there, and you yeah. can see uh, as well as here. That's right. Yep. High-quality videos, except for when my face is on. Well, so. you know, I mean... What can I say? What can I say? I can't say much. Uh, you could say a lot. I could, but okay. this is a family yeah. show, as Jack likes to say. Yeah. So, mm, yes. <laughs> so Ed, family friendly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Family, fr- family friendly. Okay. Yep. Well, Ed, before yeah. we uh, before we hop into our topic today, why don't mm-hmm. you give our listeners a little idea, a little picture into uh, who you are, uh, the church that you go to? Just kind of give us a, uh, just kind of run the gambit of who who Doctor Ed is. Yeah, well, uh, the first thing uh, you ought to know about me is that uh, I'm a born-again Christian. I love the Lord Jesus Christ, and I love my local church family, which is the First Baptist Church of Provo, Utah. Uh, I get the joy of, of serving her both as a member and as one of her pastors. My official title is pastor of education and evangelism and I tell people all the time you know that basically translates into I do a little bit of everything (laughs) I I get to teach preach although when I do those things uh, one bleeds into the other so teaching and preaching and then a lot of a lot of evangelism with my context Uh, it's very much uh, LDS here, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, BYU is right here in my backyard, and uh, God has been uh, so good to me to allow me to be here, be in full-time ministry, and and serve as one of the First Baptist Church of Provost Pastors. And so, essentially, if you haven't figured it out, um, I'm in a wheelchair. You may not be able to see that from the video. See if, if I do that, you can see my headrest right there. There it is. If you're watching, if you're watching on the YouTube, yeah. so <clears throat> your intro music just made sense to a lot of people now, and now they all hate me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. But but hey, um, listen, folks, I don't hate Josh. In, in fact, he tolerates Josh. <laughs> Josh's respect level in in my dark little mind is risen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, it's always funny for me, um, you know, um, and this will tell you a little bit about me. If I I go to a restaurant, it's a sit-down restaurant, the waiter or waitress asks me, where I want to see it, I say, in my chair. <laughs> and they either look like, A, I shot their puppy. Right. Or B, that they have a sense of humor. That's right. And they laugh. Exactly. 
Yeah. So I, I enjoy doing that to people. Oh yeah. Uh, there's, there's probably something wrong with me. I mean, I mean, yeah, but besides my cerebral palsy. <laughs> <laughs> You beat me to the punch, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, you know what I'm thinking. That's right. Know? I do. I do. It's just. It, it, it's like we're married, but we're not. I, I'm actually oh, single. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Per our, per our topic today. Per our topic today. Yeah. yeah. How was that for a transition? That was brother? a fantastic transition, Ed. It's almost like you've done one or two podcasts before. Yeah. Well, I try. I'm not any good at it. So, you know, I've got a generally a pretty boring, lackadaisical personality. Yeah. And so we've got this high-level intro music for our podcast. That's right. My my voice hovers around this right here. Yeah. And, um, you know, but it's been fun. I, I enjoy being on people's podcasts and... I've been enjoying doing a podcast of my own with one of my other pastors. And, and if I may say, it's it's a joy to be able to pastor with other brothers. Yeah, uh, I'm not cut out or fit to be, to be the solo pastor at a church. So yeah. I'm glad to be with the other brothers. And they allow me the opportunity to do a lot of traveling. Mm-hmm. So, so the Lord allows me. Me to go to different places. I was in the state of Maine a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I was in Arizona uh, up until a couple hours ago. I just got back. Yeah. And so, and then Lord willing, I'm going to be going to uh, Germany in August, wow. Alaska in August, and then uh, Kansas and Missouri. California and Sri Lanka. Oh my goodness, you're all over the place, so, Ed. Well, God's been good to me. That's what I'll say. Hey, that's great. That's great. The the ability to be able to travel and teach and preach would not be possible to the extent that it is if I were if I were married. If I'm being honest. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Well, so, well, we we definitely appreciate you t- taking time out of your very busy schedule to visit us here on the humble reformatory pod. We really appreciate it. Yeah. 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 Did I say that right? Did I say if did I say if I were single or if I was married? What did I say? If you were married, it would not be possible, is what you said. Correct. Correct. That's what I meant. Yes. Exactly. So so see, that- none of this is. None of this is scripted for me. I'm talking off the cuff. Well, I mean that. I mean, uh, I don't know if you could tell or not, but none of the reformatory is scripted either. It's, it's we, mm. <laughs> especially if think, back. If you think especially this is back in the days of Daniel. Man. Oh yeah, that was that was uh, yeah yeah yeah. If you go back to OG reformatory, oh man, we are all over the place. Yeah. 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 That that. Uh, OG reformatory was pretty charismatic and Pentecostal. Oh as man, as how hey, y'all run, run that? Hey, you know, you know, you know. Yep, 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 yep. Only, only the longtime listeners know about know about OG reformatory. But yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> well, Ed, we're gonna hop into our topic today, man. Um, per your your excellent segue, um, for those that haven't picked up on it, we're we're talking today about the topic of of singleness not only just in the greater culture of 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 Christendom but also specifically within the culture of the local church this is a local church podcast and we try to interpret our podcast or our excuse me our topics kind of through that lens 
Um, but Ed, um, I don't know if you are like me in that growing up or, 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 or possibly within, you know, maybe even the last 10 years, um, I have seen a, an increase of emphasis placed upon specifically within the, um, what I would call the, the greater, greater reformed world. And I'm, I'm lumping in, uh, you know, all of the different definitions that are out there of what it means to be reformed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I, I've seen yeah. a great emphasis placed upon marriage, having children, uh, which in and of itself, I'm and I'm sure we'll get into it, and I'm sure you would agree, not a bad thing to do. Very biblical, very good, very good thing to do. But I don't know if you share my concern, Ed, in seeing, I would say, an overemphasis placed upon those particular things to the to the extent of it is now being turned into or spoken of as if it is the end all be all of what it means to be a Christian, and people are judging you know others' sanctification sometimes, sometimes the legitimacy of of their profession, definitely their quote unquote faithfulness when it comes to scripture, through the lens of whether or not they are pursuing marriage, whether or not they're having children. And I think it's a topic that's worth talking about. Um, I don't know if I don't know if you have observed any of those things that I have observed or share any of those concerns, Ed. But where where are you where are you on that? Just just as a as a as a general concept, my friend. Yeah. So, <coughs> just to clarify a couple times, just in case people don't know, mm-hmm. um, when when we say reformed in the context of this conversation. We're talking about uh, any persons or groups or organizations that would agree with the five solas Mm -hmm. and the five points of Calvinism. Yeah, that's fair. Because that's, for the most part, um, what the broader Reformed and and Calvinistic uh, movements, that's some of the only things holding them together right Mm -hmm. so so just to be clear this issue isn't necessarily a calvinistic or reformed issue Mm -hmm. but for whatever reason the issue is pervasive amongst certain (coughs) camps or tribes within calvinistic movements Mm -hmm. And my issue, if I could tweak your wording just a little bit. Yeah, please. Um, I would not per se <clears throat> say that it's an overemphasis, but rather a wrong emphasis. Okay. Okay. So, so if they were uh, only saying that that marriage and children are a blessing. But they were acting like those are the highest blessings one could have. Mm. Uh, I I would say that's an overemphasis. Okay. But they are going further than that, and like you said, questioning people's uh, maturity in the Lord Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, questioning 
uh, wh whether somebody has arrived or not. And I want to be very, very clear. The vast majority of human beings do get married mm -hmm. and do have children. Mm -hmm. um, that, that's just how it is. And, and that's right and good and proper. And one of the evils of this month that's perpetuated by our government is is they don't want people to have kids. Sure. They sure. don't want people to have true marriages. Mm -hmm. They don't want society to flourish. Mm -hmm. so, so there's a very real sense, and yes, we need people uh, in general to desire true marriage and to have children the way that God intended, or adoption, if you're unable to, you know, make that happen. And so I'm not saying, and I don't think Josh is, that we are against the blessings of marriage and children. No. Not one bit. Not one bit. <laughs> so I wanted to say that from the outset. Mm -hmm. However... There are those who treat marriage and treat having a family as it as if it is the only acceptable way to glorify God mm -hmm. and really make a difference in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. and, and really, that type of mentality. That wrong emphasis is an overreaction to the other evil of things like Pride Month. Sure, sure, yeah. And, and so I understand it. I understand why they feel the way they do, why they are fighting as hard as they are. Mm -hmm. But marriage and children and the raising of children does not automatically a man make. Mm, yeah, right. Um, I have met men that have many children, and and they have a wife, but they don't know the Lord Jesus. Mm, sure. You you want to know what that's called? Uh, Mormonism. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I would argue at the end of the day, the the Mormon religion is not helpful to society. Uh, yeah, 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 I would agree with that. Um, <laughs> there is so many um, uh, people in this state who are depressed, who commit suicide. We have a high suicide rate here. Mm, yeah. You know, because people are lost and in false religion. And by the way, when I say Mormon, I say that for shorthand. I really don't want to say members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Sure, sure. Every it's a mouthful. It really is. Yeah. So, so I say Mormons out of convenience, not out of disrespect. Sure. But, uh, but they are the quintessential American religion because of the way they prize marriage sure and you can go and listen to other podcasts where i talk about this more but essentially mm -hmm. marriage for them in their temple 
is required in order to progress and make it to the higher levels of heaven and right. with the hope of being like Heavenly Father in exaltation. I just realized my hand was out of the screen. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. So you're fine. So with with that said, though, you, you know, I live in, a, in around a religious culture where where marriage is literally hung over people's head as a matter of uh, of fellowship with heavenly father sure sure yeah yeah and i think i think what you said ed is really it's a really poignant point that i think deserves to be repeated is i think one one of the one of the issues that i think our culture suffers from is we swing on a pendulum so quickly and 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 fat faster than almost anything right so you you rightly call out our cultures it's it's seemingly our culture's hatred of traditional marriage and having kids that's a real thing and that's something that 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 we as christians need to speak against because frankly the gospel speaks against it right but what Correct. what has happened is we've swung too far in our good and biblical attempt to combat the culture in this we've swung too far as to now marriage and having a family is the ultimate expression of the gospel an ultimate expression of 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 christian maturity that we put stock into as believers instead of it being not the primary but one way that someone can you know that 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 sanctification will will happen in someone's life that someone can share the gospel through 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 their lives it is a very good way for it to happen but we have now this emphasis to where if you are a christian someone who claims christ and you are not seeking to get married or sometimes even worse ed if you are married and you're not seeking to have children you are often ostracized from some of the more conservative communities because, frankly, that's just not what you do. And that's not what, quote-unquote, faithful and mature Christians do. And the only reasons provided for that couple to not have kids are they don't trust the Lord. Uh, you know, they don't trust in God's sovereignty to take care of their kids. They're being selfish. Uh, you know, you know, and it's all of these negative, negative reasons. And yeah, granted, there are very bad reasons to not have kids, but I would propose that there are just as many bad reasons to have kids. And that's the discussion that I think a lot of conservative Christians don't want to have. Right. Right. Yeah. God gives us wisdom and wisdom literature for a reason. Mm. We need, we need to read it. We need to seek wise counsel, and we need to listen to wise counsel. And <clears throat> if I may say, going back to the particular issue of singleness, mm-hmm. all, all of this is interrelated. Yeah. One of the things that really grinds my gears, that's an old southern way to say it, <laughs> it gets me annoyed, yeah. maybe even angry. But I need to work on that. Is when I see people automatically assume that single people are are immature. Mm-hmm. 
and single people are just wasting their time on selfish reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which it, which actually... And, sorry, no, no, and, finish your thought. Yeah, and, and, and let, let me tell you something, Brother Josh. Mm-hmm. Those who would say such things don't realize this very important point. Single people ought to be working on their devotion to the Lord Jesus, mm-hmm. both <laughs> privately and corporately. They they ought to be seeking to glorify God in their singleness, like like the Lord Jesus, like the Apostle Paul. Mm-hmm. And if they are not doing that, they are the last people that need to be trying to find a wife. Sure, sure. And That's a good point. And, to, <laughs> and to say that single people de facto are immature, do not understand that marriage won't automatically fix it. Like the no. poor wife's still going to be married to a man-child and it's going to end up being his mama. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a very good point, Ed, and it's, it, it is, it, it's something that I, I wish, I wish <laughs> the conversation... Especially, especially for those that that subscribe to things like the the full quiver movement and things of that sort that that just believe that your your primary job, one of your primary jobs as a Christian, is to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth, right? And we have verses like that, I believe, taken out of context to to fit, frankly, an agenda that I don't think has as deep biblical roots as some people want to say, but right, but but. Yeah, to to take the stance as a believer when you look at a brother or sister in Christ who is single or a brother and sister in Christ who are married but have no kids, to make your automatic de facto demeanor toward them one of judgment because you believe it is as a result of immaturity. Yeah, and I would say negative judgment because Correct. we all judge. Absolutely. Yep, yep, yep. 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 So we're talking about negative judgment. Negative judgment, un unbiblical judgment. Correct. Right? Amen. To make that your de facto stance is sinful. Yep. And it and it is a sin of of internal slander toward them. It is it is it's it's a sin of 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 pride because ultimately, Ed, when we are looking at those people that we are unbiblically judging when it's in an unbiblical way, who's who's the standard that we're that we're comparing them to? It's us. Ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. It's us. It's us. Because we don't want to unbiblically judge people with you know, with things that we know we struggle with. But we're very comfortable <laughs> with judging yeah. unbiblically with things that we feel like we've got in our back pocket. <laughs> yes, sir. And can can I share with you something? Please that hit me as I was thinking on this topic, dear brother. So, when you look at um, <laughs> the letter to the Corinthians, yeah. I, I believe it's the first, yes it is, First Corinthians, okay. chapter 7. 
Mm-hmm. Now, as a concession, not a command. Mm-hmm. That's big for people in this movement. They say, Paul's not commanding this. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I say this. I wish that all were as I am myself. Or as I myself am. Mm-hmm. If they're right, if their movement's true, Paul should have never wished that. It's true. He had sinful wishes. It's true. Now, if I'm wrong on that, I would not be embarrassed for you to push back on me. Yeah. On this podcast. Yeah. And still post it unedited. No, no, I, I, so, I've got nothing to push back on. Keep going. Yeah, I, I had that thought. It's like, okay, it's not, it's, it's a concession. Mm-hmm. It's not a command. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Why did he wish what he wished? Uh, uh, the, let's see, uh, so that, so that the gospel, the work of the gospel would go forth in a more, in a, in a more, with a more concerted effort to those that aren't, that aren't burdened by marriage and family. That, that's right. That's Mm -hmm. right. And, and remember we, we opened this up with family is a blessing. Marriage is a blessing. Absolutely. And people ask all the time, well, how how do I know if I'm called to singleness? Mm-hmm. And, and what I tell them is because, because you're single in the moment. Right, yeah, like, exactly. Like the <laughs> only thing you're responsible for is the now. Yeah, yeah. And I I, I would rather a single person be chasing after the Lord Jesus than chasing after the opposite sex all the time trying to find a wife. Yeah. Yeah. Or or a husband. I know. Yeah. I don't want to assume all your listeners are men. No, they're not. Or, they're not. Right. No, no, no. So, exactly. Well yeah, yeah and so. yeah, it's that it's that understanding that again Marriage is beautiful. It's wonderful. Having children is beautiful and wonderful, and both are biblical things to do, and we celebrate that. But we have to be very careful as Christians not to take the blessings of God and the good things that God has given us and raise them to a standard or a status that Scripture does not. Right? Right. And then, because idolatry. That's what that's called. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because then we begin to see things. Uh, definitely on social media, but social media is not a real place. Like, like I like to, I like to focus this primarily in the local church. We begin to see camps and factions being set up among the believers within the church, in that you have these individuals who are married, and then tend to look down on those that are not married. And see it as the only reason they're not married is because they're insecure, or excuse me, they're they're um, immature, or their desires aren't where it should be, or they're being selfish and things like that. And we have taken mm-hmm. a good thing that God has given us, and now taken that thing and said, okay, this at least at least practically we're saying this. I haven't met anybody that will say it outright. At least most people, but practically it shows me that they believe it. They take this right. object of marriage or this object of having a family 
and practically you are showing me that you believe that this is the end all be all of what it means to be a Christian. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we have forgotten, you know, you know, I think I put up on social media uh, one time because this debate, it, it, it cycles through. Right. And I think I made the point that these, these guys and, and gals who claim to be reformed that tout this particular ideology, they need to go back and be catechized. Yes. Because what is man's primary purpose? It's not to be married and to have a family. It's to glorify God and enjoy him forever. And how we yeah, do or, that. Or if you're Popperian, yep. you change the conjunction to a preposition. Of course you do. Yeah, he, he likes doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. He likes being I, spicy like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I I did not like spicy things. So yeah, that's unless, right. Unless it's spicy pork belly. That's like that. ooh, there you go. Now we're talking. Yeah, no, I am I am I am I'm old school Westminster, so that's that's what you're gonna get from me, right? But but we need to realize and encourage our brothers and sisters that wherever they are in life, whatever stage of life God's has them in, whether it's marriage or signalness, their purpose, their value does not change. Because it's yep. never rooted in who they are or what they do. It is always rooted in the person of Jesus Christ. That's what right. our identity is rooted in. And what I would say, too, is this. Mm -hmm. Human marriage, contra the religion around me, mm -hmm. biblically speaking, is only for this life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every human being will be eternally single in heaven. That's right. Mar marriage will exist in heaven, but not amongst creaturely humans. Mm. The only marriage that exists is the only one that really truly matters mm. in the in the long run. Yep. Throughout eternity. And that's the marriage between Christ Jesus and his bride, the church. Amen. And and if there's a marriage every Christian ought to be involved with, it's that one. Yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And I know I'm preaching to uh, to acquire a one man right now. That's right. And I know y'all's emphases, and it's one of the reasons why I like you guys. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, y'all are like the even more funny version of Mark Dever and Jonathan Lehman. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> we'll take it. You know, very very much centered on ecclesiology. That's a yeah. Five dollar word for the study of church, right? And and um, I, I and the way that works itself out, I would say, is one of the things I love about the First Baptist Church of Provo mm -hmm. is I don't feel lesser than because I'm not married. Mm. And if the Lord ever blesses me with marriage, which I'm not opposed to. Mm -hmm. Uh, she's going to have a, be a special woman in more ways than one. Oh, yeah. You know, A, look at my face. There's the YouTube. You can see it for yourself. I, I mean, it's not going on the thumbnail, I can tell you that. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> every, hey, listen to me. Every thumbnail of me preaching, yeah. I look mad at oh, the world. Oh, you look <laughs> mad as all get out, son. <laughs> yeah, did you, did you see the one? Uh, Rich Barcelos was really kind. Yeah. 
yeah. and shared my preaching in Arizona oh, that's nice. on his Twitter. And, you know, I look like I'm about to bite somebody's face off. Oh, man. Yeah, it looks, like somebody, it looks like somebody shook a, shook a whole hive of bees under your wheelchair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a funny but terrifying thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Yeah. I know whose church I'm not preaching at. <laughs> hey, we'll have a very warm welcome for you. I can tell you that. Yeah, uh, yeah with the warmth of picking bee stingers out my rear. You there know. you go. Hey, you know who can yeah. leave? <laughs> but we're Something family friendly, so we won't carry that more. No, no, no. Yeah, no, we'll but, leave that word but yeah, I mean, and you can see like, like even though if you look at my face, mm. my resting face is is pretty dull. Yeah. But I I love to have fun and laugh and oh, joke. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and and you can do so as a single person, uh, and not be immature and be deadly. Serious about the things of the Lord. Amen. Yeah, that's a hundred percent true, Zed. A hundred percent true. And like, and the way you do that is by being involved in the local church. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I want to give you really practical ways of, um, <laughs> that one can do that. There we go. Um, a. Don't be afraid to hang out with people that are way younger than you and way older than you Mm. in the church. Uh, They will be blessed by you, and you might even be blessed by them Mm. in ways you didn't know. And and there are two types of single people. There there are those who have never been married, like like the preacher yapping at you right now. Mm. And then... There are those who have known what it's been to be married, but for whatever reason, they are not anymore. And um, those dear saints would tell you, brother, sister, you're you're idolizing marriage. Yeah. If you need to hear that. Right. And, and, And then you can garner wisdom from them uh, about what went well, what went wrong, what they might do over again, what they miss, the pitfalls that they ran into. You know, it can be it can be a big blessing. Yeah. And um the the other thing I I, I would say as well is is it doesn't have to be awkward. Hmm. I, I hang out with married couples all the time at my church. And, and I mean, par- partially because I get to just by nature of being a, a pastor now, but, but secondly, um, in eternity, that husband and wife will be brother and sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only. Yep. They are now in Christ. Right. But in eternity, they'll only be that to each other. Right. Again, because human marriage won't last. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing. The LDS wants you to think it's a bad thing. Sure. But uh, we believe, we've always believed, 
that uh, human marriage will one day uh, be to an end. Yeah. And in eternity, nobody's going to be desiring human marriage. No, no, no. The beauty of Christ is going to be so all-encompassing. It's the only thing that we will see as worth pursuing. And pursue it now. Absolutely. Via the local church. Amen. Amen to yeah. that. Amen to that. Yeah. So, so I was thinking really hard. Yeah. How could I make this more encouraging mm-hmm. and not so much a gripe session? Because I'll be honest, there's been bitterness there. Sure. Probably, probably still is. Yep. If you dig down deep enough, just with the culture of the problems. And rather than attack and go on the offensive, I I just want to hold up what the Christian church has always said, Mm. which is whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, do all to the glory of God. Yep. You know what that includes? Uh, Your singleness. Yep. Yep. So. Yeah, that's exactly right, Ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to encourage those who are listening right now who are single, whether by choice or, you know, that's where the Lord has you. You have such an opportunity right now because of the stage of life that you are in to be such a blessing to your brothers and sisters in the local church. You you have you have the ability to to be a force of encouragement and commitment that is unlike any other demographic in the local church because you don't have the responsibilities that are, that other people do. So don't That's the that's the word responsibility. Yeah, exactly. So don't waste your singleness. Use yep. it. And it's not that you don't have any responsibility. No, of course not. And yeah. You have many responsibilities. Yep. Maybe in some ways uh the responsibilities is um more depending on what angle you want to look at it. Absolutely. But I would just encourage you, uh, just like myself, don't think of yourself as a failure. Mm. Don't think of yourself as a second-class Christian. That's right. Uh, Good Lord forbid that. Yeah. Uh, Don't think of yourself as as, um, only half half a person. Yeah. You know, I... I don't like that language, even of oh my better half or sure. she completes me, he completes me. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that type of language isn't helpful if you believe real Christian doctrine. That's right. Christ creates us a new or creates in us a new heart and makes us a new creature. Amen. Amen. Yep. Absolutely. So, so love him, pursue him. Uh, have have good friends like I do with Josh, where, <laughs> where you can make fun of him and oh yeah, he goes to bed and cries at night. Oh, always, you know, always, yeah, 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 so. yep. absolutely, absolutely. Well, Ed, as we say on the Reformatory, I believe Big Eva has sung, and I believe it is time to wrap up. Um, before we do, I would like to give you the opportunity to kind of kind of roll out the red carpet for you, man. Let people know where they can find you. Go ahead and give a plug for uh, your and your pastor's podcast. Tell them where they can go listen to that. Yes. So I'm on, um, unfortunately, uh, Twitter. 
That's at right. Ed Romine, E-D-R-O-M-I-N-E. So the little at symbol, like your email. Yep. And E-D-R-O-M-I-N-E, no spaces, no numbers, like some co-host on another podcast. <laughs> um, so just my name, real simple. And then on Facebook, uh, this one's kind of harder to find. If you type in Ed Romine, yeah. last time I checked, it was me and then a random dude from England. Yeah, and just 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 pick the pick the one that looks that that looks the angriest, and that'll be Ed. Mm, well, I don't look too angry because in my profile picture, as of right now, yeah. I, I'm staring at picanha steak. Oh man, how can you so, be? How can you be angry with that? That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was good. It was at it was at a men's cookout. Oh, for our church. Wonderful, wonderful, yeah. and wonderful. And, uh, tell them about the podcast real quick, and then we'll get out of here. Oh yes, of course. So it's called the Lamp Life Podcast. Lamp Life. L A M P L I F E. You can find it on uh, uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever else people use. Yeah. But those three in particular. And it's uh, myself and Pastor Brendan Scoggin, who's a brilliant dear brother. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's uh, one of our pastors here. He's, he's actually the main preacher at our church. And uh, and what it is right now, we're still in season one as of this recording, um, and we're going to the doctrine of sola scriptura. Nice. And after that, we we're going to apply the principles of sola scriptura to uh, various texts and issues. So it's basically going to be an expositional uh, of Christian scripture podcast. I like it. Um, so, and we we have fun. Br- Brendan thinks it's really funny. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I, I I just stare at him. Hey, you know I get and, it. I get it. Talk, yeah. talk in this tone of voice. That's right. You've heard it. You know oh, I have. About. It's a great podcast. Everyone should go. Everyone should go subscribe. Give them their. Yes. Give them five star ratings. Five stars for yes. five solas. Well, you, you know, know there's you always the people that. Say too much banter. Well, well, those people. I like I like the people I live around. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It's I I have yeah. found the people that say there's too much banter, um, are the same type of people that don't get invited to a lot of parties. I'm just gonna leave that there. I'm just gonna I'm, I'm just gonna leave mm. it. You guys can take it and do what you want. You can throw it away or you can you can chew on it for a little bit. Um, but uh. Yeah, head on over to the Lamp Life podcast. Make sure to give them a like and follow. Make sure to listen to their stuff. Really, really good. Um, you guys know what you can do here. We are at Reformatory Pod on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Hit us up. If you guys uh, don't mind, head on over to uh, Apple or Spotify. Give us a five-star rating. Leave us a little review. We'd really, really appreciate it. Last but not least, you can head on over to Patreon.com slash Reformatory Pod, and you can become part of the podluck and you get all access and that means you get bonus episodes you get your name shout out on a podcast you get exclusive invites exclusive video content whole bunch of stuff that we put over there on 
uh, Patreon for those that want to support the Reformatory with a $5 holla. In fact, if you do that right now, you can head on over there. You can listen to Ed and I talk about supernatural stuff. Spooky, spooky, spooky. It'll be it'll be quite the conversation. It'll be spookier than my face. <laughs> oh, man, that's terrifying. <laughs> well, yep. ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for listening. Ed, my friend, thank you for being on the podcast. It was a massive joy having you on, my friend. Oh, praise the Lord. God is good. Amen. Amen. He is all the time. All the time. Thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you on the next step of the Reformatory. <laughs>